Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Alt Kings podcast. I'm your host, Tate, and today I have the pleasure of speaking with Shroomies on Hedera, as well as Hash Rooms. How are you guys doing today? Doing well, man. Thank you for having us, man. It's been a pleasure and love your podcast, man. Appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. So today we have the pleasure of speaking with Amarak and Niles. And today, Shroomies is a group of 2,500 Shroomies invading the Hedera ecosystem. Shroomies are a representation of how we all feel inside. Every trait is designed to create a one-on-one art piece that will expand into the Shroom universe. It is officially a sold-out collection, so I just want to say congratulations to selling out that collection. It took not even a whole entire week to sell out that collection, am I correct? Yeah, man. Uh, you know, it, luckily we sold it in two different batches, right? The pre-sale tokens and then the uh, actual public and uh, whitelist tokens. So it's been amazing. The support has been awesome. So yeah, it's uh, we're, we're hyped, man. The artist is hyped up and all the whole team is just, you know, very, very thankful. Definitely. And I just saw actually a legendary Shroomy just sold over 10,000 H-bar. Now that is very impressive for not even being a whole entire week into this release. And so I just have to applaud you for that. I think it's impressive what you guys have provided so far to the space. The build-up to this collection releasing has been very strong. You have a quality community backing this project, and I'd love to know more. So what I'd love to start off with is what inspired the cre- the creation of Shroomies NFTs? Yeah, man. Uh, so yeah, th- thanks for that. That $10,000 H4 Legendary was awesome. There's actually been three of them now at 10000 wow. so it's been amazing. Um, as far as the inspiration for the whole project... Um, I know, you know, Nils came up with the idea of Hashroom. Um, it's basically a peer-to-peer lending protocol, which we'll get to. But, uh, you know, he came up with the name Hashroom and then gave it to the artist, which his name is Vipa. Um, as soon as he saw that name, he just re- quickly, quickly said, I want something with Shroomies. And, you know, as an artist, we didn't want to take away from that. And we told him, look, there's going to be a collection attached to this. Um, definitely go for it. Uh, draw your heart out. And, you know, he just went crazy with it. Those psychedelic vibes... Uh, he really, really nailed them and stuff like that. So that's where like it came from, right? Yeah, these shroomies did. The funny thing is, we then later changed the hashroom logo to be a mushroom um, because everybody thought that hashroom had something to do with mushrooms, but it really just means hash is in hash graph and room. Um, it had nothing to do with mushrooms to begin with, but ended up being the case. It pairs very well. I'll say that. That's for sure. So. Yeah. I've got another question in regards to mushrooms. I'm assuming that one of one or maybe both of you have dabbled in mushrooms, and I'd love to know uh, what is your favorite type by chance. <laughs> uh, well, you know the artist was the main one with that, but uh, I'm not gonna lie, I've dabbled with them for a bit. Um, I've actually used them as microdose. Um, as far as like the types of stuff, I'm not really familiar with them crazy mu- as much as you would like to believe it. Yeah, so um, I'm you know, but psilocybin mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, uh, micro- I ran into the benefits of microdosing and I've used them from time to time, you know, 30 day spans. And uh, they've actually really have improved with their anxiety and uh, a lot of, you know, just dealing with things. But uh, they felt dealt, so I can't bash them. So I definitely, you know, I'm a fan of them. Yeah, I'll attest. I mean, I personally have also dabbled in some mushrooms here and there. And I do, I can attest to also, uh, you know, there are a lot of benefits and I, we all, we both have seen, you know, states are starting to open up their doors to more regulatory clarity with, you know, mushrooms, specifically psilocybin, to testing to see if there are more benefits for everyday people. 
And I think that that will start to expand more as we see, obviously, marijuana has vastly expanded itself across the states. But that's yeah. it's nice to know that you kind of have that uh, that pair within, you know, shroomies and also mushrooms itself. So tell us the difference between shroomies and hashrooms, your partner project. Yeah, so um, shroomies is obviously the NFT uh, side of it. It's a whole digital art collection um, that is going to go into more curating the community as a whole. Um, that's what is the main focus of it, causing, you know, making events for uh, our community, um, going to like the distance to try to help them build uh, connections and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what we really wanted to be in the ecosystem and have our own community to be able to network and be able to interact with. So, yeah, so Shroomies is fully like that whole digital collection. And now they have a partnership with Hashroom, which, Niels, if you want to go a little bit more on it. Yeah. Yeah. So Hashroom is a peer-to-peer lending protocol, the first ever. Uh, on on Hedera uh, for uh, NFTs being used as collateral in loans um, in exchange for HBAR. So you can become a lender on the platform and a borrower. And we don't have uh, really a hand in, in that trade apart from a small fee, which you can completely reduce uh, by owning uh, 20 shroomies. And of course, it's gradual between how many you own. And that's really one of the main <clears throat> benefits of the partnership for the shroomies themselves. Um, and of course, you need a shroomy to be a lender at this point on the platform. So, yeah, the partnership is heavy. That's the that's the aim of the platform, and uh, we sort of went into to building it because we felt that it was a key piece of infrastructure that was missing for uh, the NFT market on Hedera. And uh, now that it, it's uh, it's quite quiet on the network, um, we felt it was the perfect time to introduce it ahead of um, a busy bullish season. That's amazing. So owning twenty shroomies. What exactly does that offer you on Hashrooms by chance? Yeah, so so there are fees associated with each loan um, that you that you ultimately that ultimately go to the platform by using it. Um, but you can completely remove all those fees entirely if you hold twenty shroomies in your wallet. Now, if you hold ten, uh, you're only experiencing half the fees. So between one to twenty, it gradually removes those fees, and and twenty is the maximum cost because it's nothing. Um, and and yeah, so that that is the that is the benefit on hash rooms uh, that that shroomies have. Nice. So when lending NFTs to hash rooms, what do you receive back once you lend your NFTs? Right. So you place your NFT up as collateral. So you imagine you're taking a loan from the bank, and the bank wants to make sure you have assets that it can, um, you know, seize in, in case that uh, the, the loan defaults. Um, and so you can consider your NFT as a house. Uh, you put your NFT as collateral in exchange for liquidity. And if you don't pay back your loan by the agreed upon time, um, that NFT, that loan then defaults and the NFT is transferred to the lender. Um, so that's really, that's really how the NFTs come into play. And uh, it, it shows how NFTs as a digital asset are, are, can, can be so powerful moving forward for the entire world. Um, and and I think this is an excellent step first step. We should we should be clear this is not an innovation uh, that or an idea that we've invented. Um, th- these these platforms exist and that they're tested and tried and many many people use them uh, on Ethereum on and, and Solana. And so we just felt that it's something that Hedera deserves and, and needs to have. So we went ahead and we built it. Yeah, it's definitely something that Hedera needs and yes, rightfully does deserve. So I'm assuming now, so say if I were to lend, say, 20 shroomies, 
how much HBAR equivalent to those 20 shroomies would you receive for lending it? Would it be the same amount in HBAR that you mentioned them for, or how does that ratio pan out? Right. So as a lender, you, uh, you go on the platform and you can create an offer. And so that offer, uh, that, that offer can be anything you'd like. Uh, and you're competing with other offers on the platform. So let's say that the full price um, of a uh, dead pixel uh, is is 5,000 HBAR. Uh, you might set your offer to 3,000. Now, what that means is you are putting up 3,000 HBAR for the loan where you have uh, around 4% interest uh, back. So the, the, the borrower then has to uh, pay that 3,000 back plus interest uh, before the deadline um, is overreach. Now, if they fail to do that, you then receive uh, their dead pixel. So they are losing more value than they would have done if they simply paid back the loan. Uh, but of course, they need the liquidity for that. So that's sort of how that works. Now, you can't um, put up multiple NFTs in one single offer. Uh, these need to be separate offers. Uh, but of course, you can uh, submit more offers than one on the platform and, and, and you can go crazy with it if you uh, have that level of liquidity. Nice. So I'm assuming now you're you're from what you said and you made that uh, relationship with uh, dead pixels. Are you open up to all HBAR NFTs or is it specific groups and specific projects to be a part of this lending protocol? Yeah. Yeah. So currently we're we're uh, we're sort of gatekeeping the platform in a sense. Sure. Uh, we want to make sure that the projects on them are quality as we see it. Um, and we understand that, of course, we want to achieve a complete level of decentralization. Uh, we believe in that. That's that's why we are proponents of uh, decentralized technology. Uh, but at the same time, we want to protect uh, our consumers from falling into traps where they're submitting offers or lending with, um, you know, an NFT that that is too volatile, uh, may be at risk in some sense. And so we want to make sure that. Uh, these NFTs that are on the platform to begin with are at least reliable enough um, price-wise and in terms of who's governing them to be on the platform uh, at this introductory stage. Yeah, it's bet your safe is bet at the end of the day. You want to make sure quality over quantity, of course. And my last question for Ashrooms and Niels at this time would be, how fast is this interest, uh, you know, just snowball in a sense is it daily weekly or monthly or is it court like quarterly how fast does this interest more or less add up right so the interest that you're getting uh depends on the nft that you're uh putting your offer in for gotcha. uh, so for instance the the dead pixels upon release will have a 14 day uh loan period where you will receive uh, your payment back with interest within those 14 days before the loan defaults uh, so you can count on that. And so if you were to uh, submit an offer every 14 days on that specific collection, you could count on that uh, return um, or uh, your um, or, or the dead pixels that would be defaulted. Uh, so it's, uh, I, I mean, those fees, uh, they do add up, as you say, and uh, we want obviously to, to grow, the, grow with the network and make that an as reliable return as possible. And if so uh, I can add to that, uh, just real quick, if I can add yeah. to that. Yeah. So uh, out of those 14 days, it seems like every week you'll be 4%. So gotcha. no matter how long it goes, if every four weeks you'll be 4%. So the revenue model here is kind of that interest uh, just adding up over time. And then that's kind of the revenue stream that you're kind of overseeing in a way. Yeah. 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 And yeah, on our side, go ahead. 
uh, on our side, yeah, on our side, we're uh, we, we take a fee of that unless you hold that quantity of shroomies as discussed, uh, and there's also a small fee uh, upon receiving the liquidity uh, on the borrower side, uh, which is much smaller, but but still ultimately significant when you're making a decision. Um, and so that's how the the platform will ultimately be self-sufficient. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's important to kind of add in there too. Is that the reason we, at least for the MVP side of things, um, is four percent? Is because we wanted to make it cheaper than having to go and sell it uh, in the secondary, right? Most royalties for HR projects they're from five percent all the way to ten percent. Yeah. So ultimately, this is basically makes it cheaper to be able to just go and take a loan on it than to actually go and sell your NFT that you might not be able to get back. That's 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 really smart, I think. And my another thing that I have to ask. Is um, so is Shroomies the only project that is partnered up with Hashrooms at this moment in time to kind of have these fees completely wiped out if you own twenty Shroomies? Yeah, yeah. At this moment, um, Hashrooms and Shroomies. So Shroomies is the only ones that are partnered up with Hashroom. As the future might come in and the ecosystem grows, um, those partnerships might elaborate. The same as like Shroomies partnership. We're hoping that later on we get catch other you know uh, communities inside their network to be able to. Co- come in and collaborate in some way and have partnerships um at the end that's the goal right to kind of grow together in a sense definitely yeah growth is key for all projects on adara and even outside of adara so back to shroomies now you sold out the collection what's next on this roadmap that you have oh man yeah no we uh we just released uh, an image which uh you know obviously then to you so you can take a look at it um basically uh the good thing is that out of the, all the mint min funds that we kind of got um, we're going to get 50% and we're going to lock that away, right? And uh, this reason why this is very important for the future is because we know right now we're in a bear market in a sense. Once the bull market comes around, whether that's three to six months or a year from now, we want to be ready to have that marketing, uh, I guess, you know, bullets, the firepower to be able to take uh, Shroomies into the next wave. Um, I know that Beepa is going to be drawing a couple of cute little sick pieces to this to kind of keep adding to the collection. There will only be 2,500, but at the end of the day, we want to reward those people holding it just, to, you know, instead of pieces by him, because um, we really wanted to kind of give uh, our holders more art from Beepa itself. Um, but yeah, so, you know, our next goal is to basically locate all our Shumis, uh holders, uh, see where they're situated, whether that be overseas or in the States, um, anywhere, it, you know, around. And kind of meet them, right? Um, I know the main thing is curating a community, and we've always also kind of always said that. So we want to make sure that we know where everyone's at. We're gonna be going to uh, in LA. Uh, I know Hedera is having an event in October. Yeah. Um, we plan on basically creating something there. Uh, hopefully, partner with a couple other communities to kind of combine them and mingle with everyone, right? To intertwine those communities and keep growing together. So yeah, so we want to do that. I know we'll be hosting something special in Dubai. Um, as well. So it's going to be kind of, you know, all over the place because I know not all our holders are within the state. So um, it's, it's going to be interesting. So yeah, that's going to be first season, right? First stage is really just curating that community and uh, getting that uh, all our holders to really believe in the project even more. Um, there's already been about three different people that have approached me uh, to, that they want to start a business around their shroomies. So that's already kind of strong in a sense. And uh, we're going to help them with as much as we can, whether that be, you know, our legal counsel, um, any tech that we can build for them and stuff like that. So yeah, so that's that's where you know where we're at right now. We're pretty happy with it. So you're aiming on bridging, you know, this Web three experience with building relationships here and more or less bridging it to the IRL world and actually 
physically meeting people face to face. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I think that's important uh, because at the end of the day, I mean, we've seen different communities from Ethereum and Solana, and the number one thing that you know really unites them is those experiences. Um, you can talk as much as you can through a mic and through you know uh, at Web three, we like to call it the, the whole virtual world. Yeah. But uh, realistically, man, nothing makes someone stronger than like meeting each other and having those experiences. Whether that be a dinner, simple as that, or an event that we can throw for them. Um, I really think that that will really unite us in a sense uh, to push us into that you know next stage of project. And think about the purposes, the the ultimate purposes of these communities, which is that we are all ultimately advocates of a technology. Uh, we we believe that this technology should be um, adopted uh, worldwide uh, for for uh, the systems that that currently. Uh, use inferior technology and uh, technology that that is um, centralized and uh, these communities are organized um, advocates for for a change of that and I think that uh, we will have our um, specific identities when it comes to that and certainly Shroomies has built uh, a very fun and uh, and vibrant identity behind it and um, you know networking and meeting people uh, in real life and seeing, you know, what these communities can build and, um, and, and what we all can do together is, uh, is crucial. Uh, so we really want to focus on that side, uh, of, um, of Shroomies to make sure that we're, we're doing everything we can, um, on that part. Yeah. That's a very smart approach. I heard Amrak, you said something about a legal counsel. You mind diving a little deeper into that? I, I know you mentioned that there's about three people interested in creating brands and businesses around their Shroomy NFTs. How would this legal counsel help these people who are interested in creating businesses around their Shroomies? Yeah, man, I, I think uh, it starts with the IP, right? Uh, making sure that yeah. they trademark like their ideas and stuff like that. So luckily, you know, we've been uh, lucky enough to you know have friends and stuff like that that are lawyers and also connections through the Ethereum side. So that's where we kind of started. Um, but yeah, it's, I think IP protecting that IP of whatever they're really going after, whatever niche it is, um, starting with that, um, you know, simple as getting them contracts and stuff like that. We got from our Astrolabs company, we have several templates and stuff like that that can definitely help them out. So it's like little things like that, that would cost a lot of money. Um, you know, help them out with all of that. Cause it's already fee stuff that we already paid for. So it's might as well do that. And then it'll be a lot cheaper just going and revising it to their specific things. So proper guidance and really how to start a business from scratch with yeah. the Shroomies NFTs and owning the IP rights to the Shroomies NFTs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, and it was a long way, man. You know, luckily we've had the experience of, you know, starting Astrolabs and going through it. Um, and I think uh, that guidance definitely helps. You know, obviously I'm not a lawyer, but uh, I can definitely guide them to ours or like any uh, of the ones that we've met along the way that are really specialized in that field. Nice. So tell me, this is kind of my first time hearing about Astral Labs. You mind going a little more in depth about what it is and what the the vision for Astral Labs is like in this future? Yeah, man. Uh, so first, we started back in uh, September 2021 with the whole NFT bull run started happening. Everyone was trying to launch their projects and stuff. Um, we were lucky enough to you know meet a couple worldwide uh, artists and really kind of took us into that next stage of Astrolabs. Just We started with soft, uh, with smart contracts. Uh, Niels was really, a, a really, really fast at learning the whole ERC uh, side of things. Uh, he can talk about it a little bit more about it. But uh, 
you know, we were able to uh, meet up uh, Trent Shy, which is a world-renowned world animator. Uh, he, you know, you can find his YouTube videos and like, his animation is pretty cool. He works with Clay. We helped him launch uh, Clay Friends, which, uh, is, you know, all his NFTs were made out completely out of Clay, which is uh, really remarkable. Um, he landed a partnership with Photoshop Adobe from that alone. So, yeah, it's, uh, you know, things like that. Um, we worked with uh, Jasper Wong from FOMOMOFOS. Um, that was also a big uh, big win for them. I know that they're working on basically uh, taking over Hawaii with their brand and stuff like that. So it's like uh, through all these times, we've kind of just learned what you know it is to, I guess, see a project just by helping them develop their uh, smart contracts and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, Niels, if you want to go a little more in depth with your ERC. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, of course, so we made a name for ourselves, um, you know, launching collections for people, which... Uh, at the moment seems like a fairly uh, trivial thing um, but at the time was uh, quite a very sought after <clears throat> excuse me and difficult thing to accomplish uh, especially in a way that was was good and had the level of gas efficiency enough to make it affordable uh, and w we were able to among others who developed the same strategies at the same time uh, find a way to make it very very cost efficient um, that got incredible feedback and and it spread like wildfire. Uh, that that we were able to produce this, um, and and that way we we got a lot of notoriety and started launching projects for a lot of um, uh, for a lot of well known people. Uh, now after that, of course, we went into a, a, a sort of calmer season of Ethereum, a more bearish time, uh, where activity wasn't as 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 high for uh, NFT launches. Um, and we we had the time and the resources to start developing developing infrastructure, um, and we took uh, clients who had the the business vision for that infrastructure and uh, partnered with them technologically uh, until finally we ended up on Hedera, where we felt that uh, we had the 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 vision to to take it forward ourselves on this network and and really contribute it. Well, that's incredible to hear. I mean, you start with an idea and you branch off from that idea. And then at the end of the day, and it's it's nice to see that you bridged from Ethereum to Hedera and you found yourself at a much more sustainable, I, I, I'd love to call it blockchain, but half crash half hash graph technology. Ah, but yeah. I mean, you, you hear blockchain thrown around everywhere, but in reality, Hedera is completely different than any sort of blockchain technology out there today. Yeah. yeah that's what I mean. You notice it. You know, you notice it when engineering on it how different it it is, and um, you know, it's it, it's in some it in some ways has its drawbacks, but I think most developers will argue that it's easier uh, to start on Hedera. It's easier to conceptualize, and uh, it's easier to understand. And uh, once you're away with it, it's incredibly powerful. I did. Yeah. The turning point for myself, at least, was when I uh, minted the other side from Vorty Yacht Club, and I had to pay like twenty two or twenty three hundred dollars and just gas fees 20 uh, and just gas just gas fees and that meant they broke it in, i don't know if it was on purpose or what bad engineering but yeah man uh it was i think that was it i think i was like i'm done minting nfts <laughs> were you able to at least mint one i, I was able to get two okay. I, I got two of them uh we yeah, yeah. Your money back in the long run but it's just a wildest sex you know <laughs> 2200 just for gas fees that's quite astronomical yeah yeah, yeah, man. Uh, you know, it, nonetheless, though, it's always an experience and stuff like that. So um, it's always enjoyable. I mean, I think at the end of the day, that's what NFTs are. It just kind of experiences and 
uh, you know, curating uh, yeah. events and fun stuff. Yeah, moment. Nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, a moment you'll never forget. That's for sure. It's it's kind of you know how you're talking about Niels with you know integration on Hedera and how easy it is to use uh, just the Hashgraph technology for developers. I was actually just on a call yesterday with a Web two company who's bridging over into ERC twenty tokens and ERC twenty NFT projects, and they're only focused on Ethereum based projects and ERC twenty based projects. And I mentioned Hedera to them. And they said that they've had one other project interested in their platform before, but they've never considered really looking into a deeper. And whenever I started to kind of pitch the idea of Hedera to them, they started to really open up to the idea of it just because of, you know, it's super sustainable, very, you know, user-friendly, very, it's very user-friendly for developers also. And that's the big that's the big hurdle you have to really overcome at the end of the day, because if you're spending, you know, 2200 in gas fees, how is that ever going to be sustainable for any chain at the end of the day? And it, it's, yeah. it's really just going to take a lot of, you know, H barbarians and people who support Hedera pushing it out to more Web2 companies and more, you know, real in real life businesses for more adoption to come back to Hedera. And once we start yeah, to see that more... It's really going to change the game and how Hedera is within this whole entire crypto space, and I think it's inevitable. And I, yeah. I think we've we've been able to craft uh, well structured arguments for why consumers should move over to Hedera, and uh, the reasons. I mean, you you can count them on your two hands. Um, yeah. There's so many good ones, but it, it's a it's a di- more difficult conversation for a layman to have with engineers to convince them why they should be building on Hedera. And at the end of the day. What we need is the infrastructure in place to actually um, compete with uh, the bigger DLTs. And um, the way you convince them ultimately, especially Web2 companies um, rather than Web3 companies, is that if you know JavaScript, uh, you're ready to use their API. It's, it really is that simple. Um, as long as you know your, um, your ABCs about uh, gas and, and, and wallets, uh, you're 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 good to go. You really you don't have to consider and conceptualize the idea of a smart contract and all of these various EVM style uh, blockchain stuff. Um, and it's very easy to get started with. And I think once we can craft arguments for that, we can start to bring in developers who are very excited to build on it. One of my favorite arguments is just saying you know ten thousand transactions per second and ten million transactions total. Probably ought to be closer to eleven million than ten. But uh, yeah, that's, uh, that nine to ten went quick. Sorry, not million, billion, but uh, billion, yeah, and it really just opens a lot of people's eyes to the possibility behind Tadera. And I love seeing their faces react whenever I say those numbers. Yeah, it's a big accomplishment to them, man. And that, yeah, it really, you know, I, I really think that you know, the the more that they go, I think the more eyes they'll catch on. And that I really like, at least for us, we wanted to situate ourselves for the next bull market, right? And um, we, our belief is really that Hedera is going to take one of those top five spots. And I think it's going to really crush um, a lot of the other coins. Uh, and not to, you know, bash on my own, a lot of different crypto. But um, at the end of the day, like Hedera has a lot of power behind it. And I think people just need to really know what uh, they're getting themselves into. And they'll definitely dive in deep. Definitely. I, I think Hedera and HBAR is a top 10 token within total market volume. And, you know, yeah. just overall, once we start to see more volume, rising it'll it'll get there eventually but besides that with 
Shroomies, you have some raffles as part of your utility. You mind dabbling into that a little? Is there any raffles that are in the near future in the pipeline, or is that to be determined? Uh, so yeah, to be determined for sure, right? Uh, partnerships are going to come along with all that. Um, we're definitely going to be dabbling in uh, Hashroom's platform, you know, as the project to use that. Um, any of the NFTs that might get defaulted through Shroomy's uh, initial put in there, um, we're definitely going to let, you know, the uh, community grab them and stuff like that for the price that basically got them from. So I think it's going to benefit a lot of the users uh, since, you know, they'll be able to come in and scoop them up. And we're going to be doing a lot of fun, fun events and stuff like that, especially like in real life when we meet a lot of the users. Uh, I think that's where it really comes in. Uh, you know, that's that's and- a great point you just said. I didn't necessarily think about, you know, the NFTs that do default, utilizing those as potential raffles. I think that's a really genius idea just because, one, it's basically a free NFT that you receive to the wallet because, you know, the person who decided to lend this NFT isn't necessarily being, uh, I guess, you know, they're not adamant about keeping it, therefore they don't deserve it. But uh, (laughs) I think that's just a really smart approach just because you'll have all of these NFTs that you accumulate over time and why not just give them out as raffles to the community back? Yeah, yeah. we feel as long as we're balancing the books on yeah. uh, the Shroomies usage of the platform, then uh, why not? Yeah, uh, you know, we're, we're not great. We have a community that we want to see flourish. Why not get some get some raffles going? That's great. So besides raffles, besides IRL events, what else does Shroomies have in this pipeline? Yeah, man, uh, really, uh, we don't want to go too in then because I'm the type of person that really likes to like focus on what's next, especially for a community, right? We want to hype them up on like what is in front of them instead of, you know, releasing everything at once where then all of a sudden everyone expects it. Um, but yeah, man, I think uh, the community building is going to be the same thing. Uh, I don't know if I've mentioned to you that we're currently working on uh, basically the merch for our pre-sale token holders. And uh, we are going to be creating a whole merch line for the Shroomies, uh, which will be released down the line as well for any Shroomy holder to be able to come in. Um, depending on how many Shroomies you have, you'll get ma- massive discounts uh, or just a few discounts. But um, yeah, we're the number one thing, we're talking to two, three distributors right now to kind of make sure that quality speaks the brand that we really want to come and facilitate, right? Um, one thing I've noticed is that sometimes uh, people just cheap out and get the cheapest merch. But uh, I think that, you know, if you're going to release something, it might as well be the highest quality to reward those members and stuff like that. But yeah, as, you know, for events, uh, merch, and really curating experiences, that's that's where we're at right now with Shroomy. It's amazing to hear. So in regards to merchandise, obviously you can tell I have my very own. Yeah. Uh, are you looking at, you know, just embroidery merchandise, uh, fresh, you know, I guess would be called uh, screen print merchandise, or what type of merchandise are you looking at? And what type of like clothing by chance? Yeah, so we are designing three different types, right? Obviously the printing one, uh, the digital one, just to kind of show it. But I think the embroidery, like you said, uh, I've always been a fan of it. Yeah, um, it's very nice. You know, um, yeah, so uh, I know that those two are the ones that we're for sure going to showcase to our pre-sale holders and let them choose at the end. They're the ones rocking it. We don't want to just tell them, hey, this is what you're getting. We want their input as well. So, yeah, so in Rorty, I've always been a big fan of it, man. Uh, you know, uh, but yeah, that's where we're at, at least for that. Um, definitely thick hoodies. Uh, that's, that's, that's one thing that really comes to mind. But yeah, man. That's great to hear. Well, it seems as if there's not too much left that you guys can really tell me. There's a lot in the pipeline, but a lot you guys want to keep behind the curtains. 
there's anything else you guys would like to leave out on on shroomies or hash rooms now would be the time to do so but amrak niles thank you guys both for taking the time to join me on the alt kings podcast yeah man no i just want to say thank you for hosting this and you know i really appreciate what you do with the communities man i just getting people's uh the audience and stuff like that your platform is, is amazing man and uh really just bringing attention to there more importantly yeah. right I think that that is something that is very useful and very neat. Like Hedera needs it. Um, yeah. you, you know, you can build the best technology, but if you don't, you know, have people to really bring all to that technology, then there, there's nothing that can really happen. So yeah, what you do is important and really, really appreciate you, man. Yeah. And shout out to the Shrewies, by the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Shrewies. Of course, we love the Shrewies. And uh, yeah, so thank you for having us. It's uh, It's been great. You, you, you've done an excellent job with... Uh, with all the content you've been producing so uh we'd like to see you keep at it and we'll we'll support you of course and uh, one truly one last thing i would like to just let anyone know um if you're watching this um we're aiming to get um hash room out by june 14 june 17 so you know y'all be if everybody that's kind of i know there's a lot of people are willing and ready to use it so you know those are the dates uh june 14th to june 17th we'll set out the announcement on the exact date uh maybe by friday of this week so yeah and that is exactly what i was looking for a little sneak peek early teaser great love to have it thank you both for your time and ladies and gentlemen with that being said this has been the alt kings podcast and we will see you all next episode peace